Howdy, wrestling fans. If you're listening to this, you're listening to the latest premium episode of the Wrestling Time Machine podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bobby Fisher, and on the line with me, as always, is Leith Gray. Hi, everybody. <laughs> thanks, thanks for buying this. Yes, thank you. If you're if you're listening to this, thank you for supporting the show. That truly means a lot to us. And we would also like to say thank you to everybody who listens to to the free episodes, of course. And everybody, we're getting ready to settle in and watch ECW Hardcore Heaven 1995. This is it. I don't think this is even actually technically a pay-per-view. I think it's a super card, but because of the way, you know, they they actually shot it, it's listed in ECW pay-per-views on the WWE network. And it's kind of it's a weird one. Yeah. Cuz there's no like buy rates, there's no numbers of that sort that it, we could find. Yeah. And we looked. There's not a whole lot of information in general, to be honest with you. Yeah, there. Outside of results. Yeah, there there really isn't a whole lot of information available about this event. But we're gonna jump into it. We're gonna sit down. We've got it queued up on the WWE Network. If you're gonna be listening and following along, you want to have this queued up to where it should be uh, the times. Sh- the timestamp should just be triple zeros, should have an all-black screen. But before we jump into it, we were able to find a little bit of trivia. Leith, hit us up with some some trivia that we have, what we do have. Well, it took place July 1st, 1995 at the ECW Arena. That's in Philadelphia, and I've actually been there many times. So trivia about me. <laughs> <laughs> Important trivia. Yes. Because uh, there used to be quite a lot of Chikar events that also took place at the ECW Arena mm. once upon a time. So I've actually been there, and it's pretty neat. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the attendance was 1150 and uh, it was Shane Douglas's last appearance before he went off to become... Dean Douglas in WWF. The Dean. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great gimmick. It was it and was underappreciated. It reminds me a bit of uh what's his face? The the teacher Matt Stryker? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun gimmick. So uh okay, so that's really all I think the uh the trivia that we have. But we do actually have an email. Yay! Yeah, we have an email, everybody. This is from friend of the show, Jerry Whitworth. And he sent us an email. The subject is long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, Jerry, you already hecked up. This isn't a call-in show, but that's okay. Thoughts on Hardcore Heaven 1995? These are not the Dudleys you're looking for. Remember when Hack Myers was a thing? If you take a shot every time the Taipei Deathmatch makes you uncomfortable, you also would have uh, left to found IWA Mid-South. New Jack is love if love meant you secretly hated yourself. Signed, Jerry Whitworth, Nerdfix Strangers co-host and writer. 
Well, thank you, Jerry. Uh, yes, I think uh, New Jack is... He's just a fine, upstanding citizen of the community, of which I have nothing bad that I can say about him. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're going we're gonna to get ready to jump right into this. And, per usual, it's the Wrestling Time Machine Podcast Countdown, which is not a song by Europe. So, here we go. Three... Two, one, and play. We got the WWE Network disclaimer, because this is about to get violent, y'all. I'm gonna give you the. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give you the content warning up front. Like this is basically a snuff film. So, you know, everybody just be advised. If this kind of thing makes you uncomfortable, this might not have been the episode for you. And if this stuff makes you comfortable, you should probably see a therapist. Probably. Just say. Yeah. So we're getting some some promo here. ECW Arena, Saturday, July 1st, 1995. Feels so very serious. Yeah. Oh, that is a big man. And it's the Pitbulls. You know, you know what I think the ECW arena doesn't get enough love for? They they had foliage in their entrance way. <laughs> Somebody at ECW was like, you know, you know what this wrestling needs more plant life. I mean, that's usually what I say when I go to wrestling events. Yeah, why it's, does why doesn't Chikara have more shrubbery? Does a swamp thing count? Hmm. <laughs> Did Chikara have a swamp thing? Yeah, with the gentleman's club. Hmm. Okay. It's kind of like shrubbery. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess what we're saying is there needs to be more plant-themed wrestlers. Yeah, I don't think they've gone there. Yeah, like yeah. bugs and... And merfolk. Now, this is actually the debut of the Dudley Boys, but not the Dudley Boys that many of our listeners might not be familiar with. But this is the the Dudley family debut. Yeah, the the extended family. Yeah. Because what is the story? Uh, the 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 father. Yeah, Papa the wrestler. Dudley. Yeah. He was. Goes, a, he was like a wrestler or a traveling salesman and just just dropping that seed wherever he could. I mean all all of the Dudleys is what we're looking at here. That's why they're all like brothers. Yeah. Because they technically are. <laughs> yeah. They they have the same father. <laughs> so they're half brothers. Yes. Some might be full. I, I never really looked into it that much. <laughs> Maybe there's twins in there. I don't know. There's a lot of Dudleys. There might yeah. be Dudleys we don't even know about. It's like one of those gimmicks they could literally bring back at any time and just add more to the clan, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I'm kind of surprised, like, they haven't tried to do, like, a new one in the WWE. Running out of names. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Raven and Stevie Richards are the new ECW World Tag Team Champions at this event. I don't think we saw how they won the titles on Hardcore TV through what we had watched. No, I don't recall that happening. <laughs> so this is this is really kind of interesting. This is one tag team managing an entirely different tag team. Yes. Yeah, because that's standard. Yeah. <laughs> that's what usually happens in, in wrestling yeah. Tag teams managing tag teams. Yeah. But what happens if, like, the Pipples want to go for the titles? I mean, that's that's going to be that's going to be a tough bridge to cross. Now, Leith, you said you've been to the ECW arena. Is it yes. is it well like ventilated and air conditioned, or no, not at all? I don't remember ever being like uncomfortable, but I am not somebody who gets hot very easily, mm. so I'm probably not the, the best judge. Okay. It's like, I can't remember specifically if it was air-conditioned or not, but it wasn't It wasn't uncomfortable to be there. Okay. It's pretty spacious, too. Yeah, yeah it, it, it doesn't, l- like, everybody calls it like a bingo hall, but, I mean, when you look at... You know, and they might have held bingo there, but, I mean, when you look at the footage, like, it's still a pretty impressively sized arena. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's almost more like a warehouse. Yeah. It's a little bigger than what I think people... Give it credit think, for. But when, they, when you see shows and stuff, you're primarily seeing just, like, the hard cam yeah. area, so it's like you're not seeing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Although I will say I think Chikara at the at the current uh Wrestle Factory, I think they do a really good job of getting really great crowd shots. That is good to know cuz I'm going to be going Saturday. Oh. Have fun. <laughs> Are you going to a particular like is it is it a like a big event or is it like uh you know like an hour of power? Uh no, it's uh the Go Eat Worms. Oh, okay. I'm going to see Travis and Icarus beat up uh, Razor and Dangerhawk. Well, let's hope they don't beat them up too bad. (laughs) Because we want Razorhawk to still be alive on the show. Right, right. He'd probably just be somewhat concussed. Yeah. It'll be fine. Slightly concussed. (laughs) Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Nothing, Nothing out of the norm for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I I do need to get caught up on Chikara. That was going to be part of my watching as we as we get through this month's watch list. Mm-hmm. And by the way, everybody listening at home, again, if you're listening to this, we, we really do thank you for supporting the show. And, and that just really means the world to us. Because really, I mean, this doing this podcast is a lot of fun. It's not something that is... Uh, unfortunately, it's not something that's free for us to do. So, you know, we, we try to do things like this to help support the show, and anyone who's who's listening, we thank you for that. And if, 
you know, you're listening to this and you're like, well, I can't afford to buy one of these all the time or anything. That's okay. If you want to support the show for free, leave us a review on iTunes. Because that is a really great and free way you can you can support the show. So, do that. Isn't, isn't that right, Leith? Yes. Of course. I, I got distracted by the shininess of the Pipples uh, gear. Yeah. That, like, garbage bag gear. Yeah, that, like, garbage bag, like, leather. Yes. That it was very popular around this time. That can't be comfortable in July. No, no, they are going to be gross and sweaty yeah. in that area. Oh, there's uh, uh, Stevie Richards' uh, mystery fan. Or should we say, Mystery Fran? Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> like, like, the security guy behind them is just, like, totally just, like, amused by the entire situation. Yeah. Like, he's trying to be, like, I'm serious business security guard. And yeah. he's just, like, smirking the whole time. And Raven's just like, that's it. Turning this around. Nobody's going to Disney World. That's it. Or I, I suppose since it's in Philadelphia, nobody's going to Hershey. Hershey? You know, the the big chocolate factory. That's not that close to Philly. I mean, same state. <laughs> you go Philadelphia Zoo. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is actually near Philly. Have you ever Have you ever been to the Hershey factory? Yes, yeah, yeah, we used to go a lot, because um, I'm from, originally from central Pennsylvania, like, near Penn State, mm. so, like, Hershey wasn't, was, like, kind of, like, a big field trip for us, because uh. it was, like, kind of, like, cl- close, but, you know, it was still, like, a couple-hour drive. Sure. And with that, the Dudleys win. Hooray, now, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> now, now for everybody who's who's watching at home, again, this is this is not the Dudleys that you're familiar with. This is not Bubba and Devon. They're being managed by Big Dick Dudley, and the other two Dudleys in the match are Snot Dudley and Dudley Dudley. Dudley Dudley is probably the best name. Yeah. That one just amuses me. There's a lot of Dudleys. There there are quite a few Dudleys. I guess, like, Spike would be the third most well-known Dudley. Yeah. Yeah, he would be the third most well-known. Because, I mean, he did have a pretty uh, illustrious career in the WWE and then in TNA as well. And I think the Pitbulls here are, are denouncing Raven and Stevie Richards. Think they're quite upset that Raven left them high and dry. Mm, and now they're more gonna... like high and moist. Yeah. Ha ha ha. So shiny with sweat. <laughs> you gotta love that Joey Styles came prepared with an appropriate July themed tie. That's a that's a pretty good tie, Joey. <laughs> Yeah, the pit bulls are are not very happy. 
Well, at least at this time, I don't think it was air conditioning because it looks like everybody's sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it was an unusually hot year, I'm not sure. And and here we go. We got this is the Broad Street Bully versus I don't know. That looks like uh, Colin Delaney. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this uh, Chad Austin's in this match, and the Broad Street Bully, and this is also Dino's. Oh, <laughs> uh, this that was is a weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not how you're supposed to land. <laughs> now Chad Austin's in the orange here, and I always thought like his tights made him look like Mr. Perfect, like between the tights and the blonde hair. Gotcha. We saw he looked like a Kmart, like he's he's Mr. Presentable or Mr. But Mr. Adequate. His top kind of reminds me of those like push-up like popsicles. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the the two wrestlers that all oh, the butt bump on the chair. It is a <laughs> that tailbone's going to be pretty sore. Oh yeah. The other the other two wrestlers are Dino Sendoff and Donnie Allen. But here comes nine one one. He's had enough of all this. And he's just gonna pick up the Broad Street bully, who looks like a child in his arms. Gonna do the same with Chad Austin, choke slam number two. Are we gonna get some choke slams that are dedicated? Choke slams for everyone. Choke slam city. And yeah, here we go. We're gonna get choke slam number five. Look how tiny he is in the hands of nine one one. Now is that like is nine one one actually like a really big dude, or is he just big in comparison to ECW wrestlers? I mean, I think he's pretty big. I, I, always, I always have a hard time judging that because it's like sometimes it's just a perspective thing. <laughs> he is he is six foot eight. So big dude. <laughs> yeah, big, pretty big dude. And at this point, he was wow. I mean, let's see here. He's sixty one currently. So in nineteen ninety five. Let's see here. Yeah, nineteen. He's he's thirty eight at this point. Oh wow! And somebody in the audience wants nine one one to choke slam them. But Paulie's calling for another choke slam on. My guess is that person has never taken a choke slam. Probably <laughs> like not. the last thing I would want. Yeah. Like, please no, no. They just it does not seem like an a comfortable maneuver. <laughs> Mm-mm. Going going for another one. Oh, we got Chad Austin. Gotta get the double because they're yeah. tiny. Chad Austin and Allen. Yeah, I believe this. It's just Allen. It is Chad Austin, and that's got to be Donnie Allen. There you go. Here's the the full name. Bill Alfonso just. Lurking. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's just holding his tie. Oh, 
It's Big Valpuccio. That Big Val is a is just that. He's got such a unique build. That's... It's not even that like he's big, but like he's like I've never seen anyone with that specific build, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's top-heavy. Yeah. Although, I mean, give credit where credit is due. Look how quickly he got up on that apron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually you see, like, big dudes like, like Yokozuna and stuff like that are, yeah. like, more, like, dudes are usually bottom-heavy. Yeah. Yeah, you could have almost, I mean, look how tiny his feet are. You almost could have teamed him up with Mantar. And here comes Hack Myers, the Shaw, and one of the the many leather enthusiasts of ECW. What's with all these silly hats? I don't know, but it looks like he's like got... the era of like like oh, I gotta look super cool going down. Yeah, with this stupid hat I found. He's got he's got fidget spinners on his vest. Those didn't exist yet. Yeah, they did. Ahead of the time. <laughs> did Hack Myers invent fidget spinners? Might have just given the inventor the the idea for the shape. Yeah. <laughs> and what is Hack Myers' hair anyway? <laughs> I mean. I just I I thought he was just a victim of like a bad barbershop experience. I thought that's why he was called Hack Myers. Ah, uh, I get it. Yeah. Valpuccio is really trying to get into the face of that guy in the crowd. Yeah, that guy earned it. He's like. Like some sometimes the the fans just need that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and see, this is what's great about smaller. What is, what is it? What is with the weird hairdo? Yeah, he. What is happening right now? It's like they like went from mullets to just like, what even is this? <laughs> they they both look like goons or henchmen from Double Dragon. <laughs> Like, you ever seen the Double Dragon movie? Uh, probably. I've seen a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, everybody who's listening to this, go out and watch the Double Dragon movie. But yeah, these guys look like look like goons in that movie. There's this big scene in that movie that involves, like, there's all these, like, gang members at this sort of, like, dock slash boathouse. And it's, like, gang members from all different types of gangs. It's basically, like, like right out of the Warriors, right? And both of these guys, Hack Myers and Big Valpuccio, look like they could be, you know, goons in that scene. There's just... Are they going to start wrestling at any time? <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is all this is. Well, we got this guy... 
I can't even say his name correctly, so I'm not going to try. So we got him fighting with the fan more than he's fighting with his opponent. And Hackmeyers is just like, well, I guess I'll yell at these guys over here then. Like, they don't even have a full head of hair between them. No. No, if you... I was trying to see, like, visually if you combine their hair, what it would look like. Yeah. It would be almost a mohawk. Almost. Yeah. And, and, oh, oh no, oh no. Somebody in the audience is wearing a King of the Ring shirt. Nice. He's 510 pounds. That is a big boy. I mean, Big Val Puccio looks like he's on a diet of just gravy-covered spaghetti. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Do people actually eat that? I Don't eat that. That sounds really bad. <laughs> Look, people eat scrapple. We've been over this. Yeah. I've yet to try it. My my husband loves it. But he grew up in this area. So. Yeah. There's that. So what was... While we're watching... Big Val Puccio just <laughs> decimate, I mean, making a meal out of out of Hack Myers. What was the coolest thing about going to the Hershey factory? When they would roast you in the oven. What? That was, like, part of the, the tour. That like, back in the day, they would put you in this, like, little, like, trolley-type thing, and it would go around, and you go through the process of being made into, like, a Hershey's, like, chocolate bar. And you would go, like, they'd be like, you're in the oven now. And it would get, like, really warm. And be, like, kind of reddish. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> that seems so wildly inappropriate. It was so good. I mean, I get it. Like, now that you're explaining it, I get it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they do that anymore, though. But that was always my favorite when I was, like, a kid. Because it just was, like... Toasty warm, and it's like, the lighting was neat. <laughs> I can't imagine why they don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if, like, the, the factory itself has, like, a ride. You might still be able to go through it somehow. I don't know. It's been so long since I've been there. But, yeah, we'd always do, like, you'd go to Hershey Park, and then you'd tour the factory, and they, and would, they would roast would... the oven. <laughs> so they, they're showing you, like, this is how chocolate is made. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you would end up in the gift shop. I think sometimes you would get, like, samples. Yeah. Somehow you would just, like, <laughs> magically wind up in the gift shop. I don't even yeah, know really how we got remember. here. Yeah, I honestly don't remember what the, the process was from getting from the start to the finish. But you would end up in, like the, like, the gift shop area. And sometimes they would have samples of, like, newer, like, chocolates that they'd come out with. I don't know. Part of me thinks that's cool, but the other part of me is like, "Nah, bro. I've I've had a Hershey's. I'm I'm okay. Like, is not <laughs> anything new? I'm okay." Did they Did they have anything cool in the gift shop? I don't remember. I don't. I, I was never really like had money for gift shop stuff, so I mm. didn't get to do that part. <laughs> I mean, whenever we got. Whenever we would go somewhere that had, like, a gift shop, like, there's this place, it's actually, 
kind of closer to us now, now that we live in Columbus, uh, called Kosai, where, you know, it's a whole big, like, science place. Nice. And they would always have a gift shop, and we would go, you know, the big thing was, like, getting, like, the astronaut ice cream, like, the dehydrated ice cream. And right. Then, and then eating it and being like, okay, this is good, but I also kind of immediately regret my decision. <laughs> Because it's, it's such a weird texture. Oh! Yeah, uh, I haven't had that in so long. I don't remember what it tastes like, to be honest with you. Like fruity sand, I think. <laughs> like, we we went a couple years ago, and I want to do it again. It's just, it's, it's something that, unfortunately, is just kind of, like, expensive for two people it's probably like 40 bucks wait that was the weirdest victory I've ever seen <laughs> so Puchio was just lying on the on the mat they've taken a breather and and Hack is just like oh I'm in pain and like his arm just happened to fall across Puchio and he got the piss <laughs> Look, ECW is allowed to <laughs> is allowed to have bad matches too. I don't even know if it was bad or amazing. Like it was just so weird. I mean, definitely not a finish I've seen before. It was it was something. Like still not even sure if Hack Myers knows that he won. He's been just rolling around in agony. I don't, I can't, I have no idea. That was odd. Aw, <laughs> oh, Taz. Alright, Taz versus Two Cold Scorpio. That should be good. Remember, remember when he hit Taz with a mic and it didn't do anything? Yeah, Taz is awesome. <laughs> Three letters, one man. He's just so cool. Yeah. He has that like like crazy like badassness that only a a few guys have in the business. <laughs> 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 like there's just like I don't know. Every so often there's just that dude that comes along and you're like, yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> yeah, he's got that like, kind of like quiet intensity that somebody like you know we would maybe compare to, like, Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens has. Right, right, yeah, Samoa Joe especially, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot o of Owens has that, the, the gift of the gab, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, he really does. But, like, like Samoa Joe or even, like, like Eddie Kingston, like, just that, like, like, I don't want to mess with this guy. <laughs> 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 like, they might actually kill me, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he he definitely looks like he would he would kill you. I wouldn't test it. Yeah, he's he's not a man to to push. I always hope like th those guys actually are like like backstage like the nicest people. 
because that would just be amazing. I mean, he, he arguably he is the first inaugural mayor of Suplex City. I mean, he's. And it just it it amazes me sometimes that the W like organizations like the WWE didn't capitalize on somebody like this, right? Because I mean, how great would a Taz Shawn Michaels match have been, or Taz and Mister Perfect? Like those those would have been clinics. And WWE is so weird about stuff. Yeah. It, and it, the thing is, like, one of the biggest things is, is going to be his height. Yeah. Which is stupid. <laughs> it, it's like, it's wrestling. Like, I don't, I still don't get this, like, people can't believe, oh, this person can't beat this person because of the height difference. It's like, but some people are, can have magic powers and that's okay? Like, you guys yeah. are crazy. Like, <laughs> Somebody in the audience holding a Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy. But, <laughs> no, like, I mean, I think there's something to be said. Like, you can tell a good story with a size difference. Like, when you put somebody like Rey Mysterio up against somebody like The Big Show, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's that obvious, like, yeah, it's not just a height thing at this point. He outweighs him by, like, two or three hundred pounds, right? Right. But there's there's like always ways to make that story yeah. believable and yeah. it can be realistic or it can be insane. It doesn't really matter. It's wrestling. <laughs> yeah, there 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 are good and bad ways to to tell that story. And it's like I mean when you look at like this backbridge by Taz for example, and the fact that like a year or so later the WWE is going to be like tripping over itself to sign Ken Shamrock. Mhm. Right? And it's just, it's mind-boggling that, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's an all... And, I mean, they're even trying to, like, like we're watching right now, they're trying to build Kama as, like, this ultimate fighter, legit shoot fighter kind of guy, right? Yeah. And you have that in Taz. But Taz is five foot nine, so yeah. they don't know what to do with him. And- I, I just, I don't get that mentality, and I don't think I ever really will. Like, I know, like, on TV, everything needs to be bigger, but he has such like a presence that his height does not matter yeah and and like not every guy could probably pull that off but because taz is taz it's like he's gonna look like a badass regardless and five nine (laughs) isn't even that short i'm five nine i think think in comparison though when you have most of your rosters like six five (laughs) yeah i mean the majority small compared yeah. to everybody else but he still has <laughs> and this this is the other thing that's disappointing too is like the WWE will wind up getting too cold uh, signed as Flash Funk and again I'm just I'm really kind of sad that like he didn't have any good matches with Shawn Michaels mm, yeah because I, I feel like you could argue that Too Cold Scorpio is the Shawn Michaels of ECW. 
You know, he's he's a showstopper. Mm-hmm. He's flashy. He's got that whole... He's got the, the charisma and the high-flying that people generally gravitate towards. I, I'm not going to lie. As soon as you said flashy, part of me just almost interrupted you just to be like, Oh, Flash, you are so funky. <laughs> because his his Flash funk music is is a piece of work. <laughs> It's so great. I really want to, like, retie his boots, though. He could trip on that. That is dangerous. <laughs> Russell Mom does not approve <laughs> of not tied boots. Yeah, make sure your laces are, are tied tight and, you know, tucked in. Is that what you do? I don't know. That's what you do with figure skates. You tug the excess lace into the into the boot. Into the boot, right. Yeah. I would imagine that's what you do with wrestling. I mean, I would I have really to imagine. Know. Oh, <laughs> there is a beautiful suplex. And see, that's the other thing with Taz with his height. He's not a high flyer, you know? Yeah. So again, like, WWF doesn't know what to do with that. It's like, if you're under 6'5 and not a high flyer, like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing of it is, like, there's such a great roster. Well... Uh, no, that might be stretching it a little bit. There's a good roster in the WWF at this point that there are plenty of guys on there that could have had great feuds with Taz. I mean, mm-hmm. a Bret Hart-Taz match. And there's no way that's going to be a bad match. Wouldn't that feel weird? Okay, I'm going to try to explain this, but for me, Bret Hart always feels like such a throwback that it almost be like 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 Taz is like kind of very modern and sure. very like for the time for the time like he's very 1995 right now like yeah. you know what i mean he might even be a little more cutting edge a little ahead of the the time yeah and then like Brett's always like super throwback feels very 80s even in the 90s yeah i can so see so it's that. almost like it's hard to meet like to picture those two in the ring together cuz in my head it's almost like they're two completely different eras yeah. And I'm like, wait, no, they really are wrestling at the same time. <laughs> and now we got Bill Alfonso out. He's going to restart the match. Restarting the match. And the ref's like, uh, no. <laughs> So how much power does Bill Alfonso have at this point that he can just kind of... He he has so much power that's been granted to him by the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission. Right, right. So he can pretty much do what whatever he needs to. This isn't going to end well. It's not. Oh man, Paulie. Cursing up a storm. And he is so intense. Like how he did that that super quick turnaround, like he's like, Oh, there's too cold with the chair. Oh wait, I'm not supposed to notice that. 
and here and and the match, according to Alfonso, has been restarted, and he's gonna he's gonna push Heyman out of the ring so he can conveniently miss too cold hitting him with the chair. And two cold Scorpio wins. Hooray. Hooray. (laughs) It almost throws me off because the lighting keeps changing between, like, segments. So I'm like, I guess it it would make more sense if I was there. Yeah. But, like, watching it on TV, it's, like, confusing me. It's like, it's daytime, it's nighttime, it's daytime. No, it's nighttime. <laughs> it's a daytime as nighttime shot. <laughs> yeah, like... And and Joey Styles out here. Calling, uh, talking about the hardcore phone lines. Probably best not to Google that phrase. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no. And is that Shane Douglas? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Shane Douglas. He's out in some like football tights. But you can like see his like underwear line through it or something. Well, it's very confusing and weird. Oh, his shirt is blurred. Wonder what was on it. Hmm. Oh, I know what's on it. What is it? It's the old uh it's the, the current like WWF logo. Oh. So weird that they like blur it sometimes but not others. <laughs> yeah. I guess if it's like big enough, they gotta they gotta get over it. Oh, and the sign's blurred too. Do you see that? I missed the a, blurred sign. There's so much oh, yeah. blur happening yeah. right now. All the blur. Now what the heck did that say? That had to have been like something offensive, right? There's there's so much blur. We should cut in song two. Uh, oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's even blur to the right. Yeah. Blur everywhere. <laughs> I got that random guy's shirt is blurred, which is kind of blurring the cameraman's head. But I don't know why. <laughs> to protect you, we've blurred this shirt. Well, to protect us, <laughs> we yeah. blurred this shirt. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't understand chance. I'm trying so hard. I usually just make up my own words because, like, <laughs> I, I can't comprehend what they're saying. He's 
so much anger and shouting and close talking. I would not be want to be in uh, Joey Styles' shoes right now. He's probably getting like spat on. Yeah, yeah. Looks like, looks like he looks like he wiped his glasses. Shane Douglas is so underrated. It's just, it's... He's very good on the mic, for sure. I mean, he's good on the mic, he's good in the ring. You just like him because you look like him. I mean, (laughs) look, I will defend my father. (laughs) You ever ask your mom how well she knew Shane Douglas? (laughs) Right? <laughs> and now we're pointing out a sign. Forever the franchise, forever the champ. Yeah, those are, those are I think, very clearly like football, like those trunks. Right. Yeah, they do have that look. I always, always thought that was an underrated cut for tights. That sort of like, you know, just above the knee length. That's like every single pair of shorts I own. Yeah. <laughs> like Triple H ha- has worn some tights like that, and I always thought they, they looked kind of cool. Again, if I couldn't see, like, the line of his, like, I keep wanting to say panties, but that's probably not right. Man Looks like he has, like, Maybe spanks underneath. Yeah. But it doesn't leave much to the imagination. Mm-mm. <laughs> it does not. Well, I mean, ECW has a lot of eye candy for the boys. This is some eye candy for the ladies. And some of the boys. <laughs> and, and Yeah, still some of the boys. I mean, if you're into that, that's cool. We're not judging. Nope. But he does look like he's very hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, everybody's just, yeah. like, sweating like crazy. Because, I mean, it's not, it's not even just that it's July. It's all the lights and everything. Like, there's just, there's so much to keep you heated. Yeah, and then there's, like, what, like, 1,150 fans. Yeah. Plus the additional wrestlers and crew. Yeah. So, like, what, around, like, 1,200 and some people packed in there? Yeah. And then you got the, the tropical plant life. Mm-hmm. Up by of the entrance way. Yeah. Well, that's why it's growing so well. Yeah. Uh, little known fact, ECW Arena is actually in a small rainforest located in central Pennsylvania. Isn't that like... It's not central. Oh, is that right? It's not central? <laughs> no. No? Am I am I misunderstanding where Philadelphia is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm from central PA. Mm. Like, they, like, literally, there's a spot in State College, like, on, like, Penn State campus that is the exact center of Pennsylvania. And they have like a little 
statue-y thing there. Mm. So, so you can go there and be like, I am in the middle of Pennsylvania. The exact middle. Yes. And then, how far is Philadelphia from my parents? It would be like four hours? Hmm. Four, four and a half hours? Something like that. Because they're like four hours and some from Philly and four hours and some from Pittsburgh to kind of give you an idea. Hmm. I know I know it was a bit of a drive to get to Philadelphia to get to the Wrestle Factory. Mm-hmm. But that still was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's... The drive is wonky yeah. <laughs> to get there. <laughs> well, y'all have so the, the, many mountains in Pennsylvania. Just a few, yeah. <laughs> trying to think. I, the drive to the Wrestle Factory is a lot wonkier than the drive to the uh, ECW arena. It was a lot easier to get to. Yeah. I can see that. Plus, like, just driving around, like, the city area is confusing because it's all, like, super, like, old roads and stuff before, like, cars really existed. (laughs) Yeah. And they just, like, kind of slap some roads in there. So while we're while we're watching this this promo segment, Leith, have you have you seen any of the things for Fallout seventy six? No, I just kind of, I mean, I saw it was like online only, and that's about it. It doesn't. I've had such an issue with Fallout games in Bethesda that it's just like it doesn't even interest me. <laughs> mm. It's like I cannot, and like I'm cursed. I cannot play a Fallout game without experiencing a game-ending glitch at some point. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, so, like, after... Like, 4, I finally... Like, it was the first one I actually was allowed to beat. But it glitched right at the end, so if I wanted to continue on or do any DLC, I would have to, like, start over. Oh, (laughs) that sounds awful. Yeah, like, I think I might have had, like, one save beforehand, but I would still have to do, like, all the ending... Yeah. stuff again because something happened that the one guy glitched and he stayed in combat and wouldn't leave combat so it wouldn't let me leave the area they're like oh no you're in combat you can't go anywhere <laughs> and I was like what so, are you talking about yeah you can't and fast like, travel when enemies are nearby and it's just like it was a whole big mess and there was no there was no stairs down you're at the top of the towery thing there yeah. was like I, I tried for hours to try to find a way out of it and I just gave up <laughs> so I never beat Fallout 4 or Fallout or not Fallout 4 uh, Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas uh, I did like them but I never got to the point where I beat them uh, let's see Fallout 3 I had the the glitch the the death glitch right like I like fell down a hill and then when I would load I would just fall down the hill again I mean, that's the end of the game. That's just... That's actually how the game ends. 
And then I just like was like, okay, well, I'm done with this game. And then uh, Fallout New Vegas, I had on 360, and I got to was oh. fine. Here we here we go. We got a na 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 hey hey goodbye chant. Cause Shane is has had enough of the ECW crowd. Anyway, you were saying. I'm sorry. Fallout. Oh no, that is fine. Uh, New Vegas. 360 there was an update and every time I would go into VATS yeah it would freeze my entire Xbox oh no yes and playing that game without going like using VATS is just like not is, even fun is this woman <laughs> that's that's woman it is so, I've been looking for a dress like that every time I go to the thrift store it's hard to find those I imagine yeah, I thought maybe thrift stores would have them because you know people getting rid of their their mom's clothes or whatever. Or... I, I love Joey Styles' reactions. <laughs> I think I think he invented that whole like looking into the camera like you know, the, just that Jim Halpert kind of shocked look because that was just perfect. That was on point. But yeah, no, that's awful to experience that kind of glitch with Fallout. Fallout 4 was the only one I beat the main story in, and even then I could only do it because of mods, because I'm uh. awful. <laughs> but, you know, I, I did really like Fallout 4, and I really liked, you know, the, the Nuka World DLC. And I'm looking forward to 76, and while while we're sitting here watching this, I have my phone out, and... I, I got a Reddit notification. Somebody got so excited for Fallout 76, they built power armor for their cat, and I'm sending that to you in our Twitter chat. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, and woman just smacked the taste out of Shane Douglas. Out Hooray. of Shane Douglas's mouth. Aww. I'm not sure how pleased the cat is, but it looks lovely. Yes. Cat armor is important. It's like horse armor. Yeah. Was that Oblivion? It's like one of the first DLC packs. They had the horse armor, but it didn't do anything. Mm. It cost money, and it was just kind of like a costume for your horse. I mean, that's... Why wouldn't you want a costume for your horse? This is this was the very early days of DLC, so at that point nobody wanted it. Because <laughs> uh, okay. like, why am I paying money for a costume for a horse? Like, because the horse maybe if the horse armor actually did something, like up the sure. the horse's stats, it would have been better. But no, no. And now we're just so used to that. Oh. Well, like, spend a fortune on costumes for avatars. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Woman tried to hit him again, and now he's got her by the wrist. But here comes the Sandman. Hooray. Oh, they're, like, all red, white, and blue now when they're together. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. He's the hero we deserve. Really? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and Cactus Jack is out now. And he's like, 
Shame, we're friends. Let me help you. <laughs> and Shane's like, oh, my head. Think I'm out of here. Let me go through these, uh, this forest. Have to go through the, the rainforest. Maybe there's like a rainforest cafe in the back. Yeah, right. <laughs> ahead. Yeah, the cutting ahead, but we got Raven out and just like the nerdiest guy right in the entranceway with the backwards cap on. And Beulah McGillicuddy. I think I actually had a flannel very similar to the one Stevie Richards is wearing. It was the 90s. That's okay. We we had a lot of flannel. It was the 90s. <laughs> That's what you did in the 90s. You wore flannel. That is true. You wore flannel and you got all angsty about things. I didn't pick that up until later. Mm. It's behind the times. I was a little too chipper. <laughs> Very hyperactive teenager yeah I, I could I could probably see that uh -oh. still pretty hyperactive to be honest <laughs> probably have like ADD I don't even know <laughs> we got we got Luna Vachon and Tommy Dreamer and a big a big black cop it almost looks like he's wearing a tuxedo t-shirt it's very odd. And is there glitter on Tommy Dreamer's shirt? Something. It's definitely not a very clean shirt. Maybe yeah. he was drinking something beforehand and just spilled it like all over himself. Yeah. And Luna is metal as heck. Yeah, seriously, she looks amazing. Like, I want to put her on, like, the cover of, like, an album or something. Yeah. She looks like she just, like, got out from, like, a heavy metal, uh, like, magazine cover or, like, a Lita Ford album cover. And see, ECW was, you know, not terribly ahead of the times because they're doing intergender wrestling here. And Luna Vachon is being presented as, like, tougher than Stevie Richards. Yeah, and it's that's definitely believable. <laughs> yeah. Now, Tommy's got his, his whole left hand in that cast from that devastating, like, finger snap that Raven did. Now, the one that bothered you and Travis so much. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, eh. <laughs> the one Leith was just like, I, I don't understand why he didn't snap all of them. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't just stab them. What's, what's wrong with you, Raven? 
Well, stabbing's a little too far, then they wouldn't be able to keep fighting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got Stevie Richards by the grapefruits. And that was... I suppose... I suppose uh, she should just be thankful that Stevie wasn't as innovative as Joey Ryan. <laughs> So, oh my, that's just trying to trying to ruin that produce. So, uh, Stevie Richards have any kids? <laughs> I mean, because it seems like it would be impossible at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's take a look. I do love a good neck breaker. I don't know why. They just always look cool to me. I always I always like hangman neck breakers. I'm not too picky. I just I like the way they look. <laughs> I think again it's like one of those ones that's like it might be very simple to do, but I can't quite wrap my head around how to do it. So I appreciate it more. Yeah. I always get like that. That's why I don't like flippies. Mm. Like, Is that... That's just a coat rack? Uh, yeah. Looks like it. So, Stevie Richards, I'm reading online, it doesn't look like he has any kids, but he pitched a perfect game in MLB 2K11. A promotional contest offered a million dollars to the first person to accomplish this, but because Stevie Richards did so before the contest officially started... He didn't win the money. Aww, that's not fair. That's, that's is that just like a newspaper thing? Yes. Yeah, they have those out on the like corners around here. Uh, I'm familiar with newspaper things. I guess uh, uh, Raven's getting introduced to the latest issue of the Dreamer Daily. Womp womp. Oh, just dropping that newspaper thing right on him. And I don't imagine they have much give, because they're usually, like, fairly solid metal. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> imagine that they do. So it's not like some of the other tools they use that have a little bit. Yeah, and Raven <laughs> like, is Like busted. the trash cans and stuff. Yeah, and Raven is busted, like, wide open, too. Oh, of course. Oh, that's an ironing board. Oh! That sounded unpleasant. A street sign? Is it, wait, is the street sign on the ironing board? That's what it looked like. I like how Luna's got... Are these, like, fan-brought? Yeah. Somebody's in the audience cosplaying as the Sandman with those big American flag pants. Luna's even taking the chair shot. She is, she is something else. She is tough as all nails. What I love about this is that they've got cops stationed around here. like, And I just get the feeling that sometimes these cops are like, I don't know at what point this becomes assault. 
<laughs> like that's that's pretty. Oh God. I wonder how they they have that discussion. I guess maybe they're just there to keep the fans at bay. Yeah. Like, okay, these are the wrestlers. <laughs> these are the fans. Because sometimes oh. you can't really tell an ECW. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh. Eh. <laughs> oh, it didn't look as devastating as I expected. Yeah. I like how Luna's got these big silver boots, but then, like, black guards over them. Like, why couldn't she just get black ones? Yeah. I guess it goes with all the uh, metallic accessories. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Uh-oh, double suplex. It's the only way to keep a Luna down. You can't keep a good Luna down. See, they had to do it again. It's like she's just, they know she's just going to get right back up. Yep. I want her to kick out so bad. You better kick out. Oh, the ref's not even paying attention. Perfect. Good. Yeah. And she kicks right out. Of course she does. And Raven's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Raven's just still oh, no. celebrating. Oh no. oh, no, he's not celebrating now. <laughs> oh, silly. That always just looks like the most uncomfortable thing to get locked up in. Mm-hmm. And their ropes look a lot thicker than like oh, no. standard ones. Beulah with the with some sort of like powder? Yes. Baby powder? Probably baby powder. Like what kind of powder would a girl in the nineties have just she's, laying about? <laughs> she smells fresh, but she's also blinded. I it was actually just like uh, like powdered sugar. <laughs> That's the fight I want to be in. <laughs> yeah, okay, but only if one of the wrestlers is French toast themed. <laughs> what about funnel cake? Okay. Funnel <laughs> cake too, yeah. Funnel cake versus French toast. Funnel cake versus French toast. See, folks, this is this is why we're fat. <laughs> and Alfonso getting called out by ECW president Todd Gordon. There's still some powder in the air. Ready to he's ready to shake Todd's hand. Todd's just like, nope, not having it. Oh, a surprise. I love a good surprise. Oh man, it's a surprise. I wonder what it is. Man, look at these fans. Oh. He's going to be refereeing the Taipei Death Match. Oi. 
Now, for those who are not familiar, I, I do want to talk about the Taipei Deathmatch. Because this is... This is probably the most uncomfortable thing to watch. A Taipei Deathmatch is the match that involves two wrestlers, and I love how Bill Alfonso is stretching for this. This is two wrestlers who come out to the ring, their fists are wrapped in double-sided tape, and they dip that into a big old bucket of shards of glass. That's going to be the sound I make for most of this match. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, miss, it's okay to snap, like, all of your fingers. Just clean off. But no, this is where you draw the line. It's it's, it's something with the the slicing. I don't know. I have have weird things. Yeah. And this is going to be Axel Rotten versus Ian Rotten. And he's wearing a Cactus Jack shirt. Aw, way to support his friends. Which is just, it's just so ECW, like, he's gonna wear the shirt of another ECW wrestler. That's what I would do. I would just come out wearing, like, everybody else's, like, shirts. That's kind of what I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wait, that's my regular life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have far too many wrestling t-shirts. Uh, it doesn't look so bad now. Yeah, it doesn't look so. Me. Yeah, it doesn't look so bad now. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. not going to be horrible to watch. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Is it really like safe to let the fans pet the glass? Yeah, this as is... As you walk by? Oh, man. I guess they're is... just like, it's not like a magic trick. Those are just big old hunks of glass. Just wrapped all up on those fists. And we're about to watch two two dudes try to kill each other. Yeah. Is that like a new song, Fists of Glass? Yeah. I like how he's posing to the camera like he's getting ready to be put on the cover of ECW 2K 1995. You always Uh, gotta pose, man. You gotta be ready. You never know. The pose is important. This is, mm, this is gonna be rough, kids. Now, again, we gave the content warning sort of like at the beginning of the episode, but really, if you've made it this far, and what we're describing to you sounds like it could make you uncomfortable, this is not, because I mean, honestly, this is probably gonna be hard for the both of us to watch. This may not be the event for you. Because this... This is going to get real nasty real fast. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You're all good. It's, it's gonna, there's going to be some ketchup. 
It's like there's going to be some ketchup. It's like if you threw a bunch of you know just loose razor blades in a blender and didn't put the top on. Near a bottle of ketchup. Yeah. That not not like you know it's not real blood. Don't worry. Oh no. Now it's it's going to be Axel Rotten with the deeper blonde hair. Ian Rotten's hair is a little a little lighter. Yeah, that didn't help me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, one's got like longish yellow hair, and the other has shortish yeah. hair. It's, it's really really hard to distinguish them. Yeah, we're two seconds into the match, and already Ian Rotten's busted open. I think Ian Rotten's got red boots on. To match all the ketchup. (laughs) Yeah. He's trying to stop the match right now. Due to a lack of vision in Ian Rotten's left eye. Like how, like, the, he's just dripping. Yeah. It's, like, slowly running down his face. Oh, but the gangsters and the public enemy are brawling out here. This is just chaos. It is. It's pandemonium. We got we got like ring crew guys in suits trying to separate them. Guy in a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guy in a hat. This is what your this is your moment. This is your time to shine. Now. I don't know. Are we going to get back to the Taipei Deathmatch, or are we going to watch New Jack get arrested? Um. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Bill Alfonso gets distracted by all this. Taipei Deathmatch goes on. Nah, they're just going to cancel it. Let's. I mean, let's hope not. Oh, Commissioner Gordon's out. Wow, I just read Commissioner Gordon. What? Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. As in Batman. Batman. Yeah. Bill Alfonso has left the building. And there it goes. Oh, Jesus. Can't imagine, like, being, like, I don't know, like, wanting to beat up my brother with glass fists. Well, I'm sure you and your brother had a healthier relationship than this. <laughs> I mean, it, and this is the thing that's just, it, it blows my mind that these guys are willing to do this to each other's bodies for the sake of entertainment. There has to be a, a certain level of desire to want to do these types of matches, you know? Like, a, I, I don't oh. know... 
Oh, that what is. What it actually is. That is. Oh, that is uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Now somebody, somebody should tell Ian that normally in wrestling we're generally we try to be a little bit more discreet about the blading. <laughs> oh, I think it was the new Jack that had a story about blading a kid because the kid was supposed to blade during a match, but like he didn't want to do it himself, and like new Jack tried to explain that like you really don't try to blade somebody else because it's like harder to to tell how you're, like, cutting them. Mm-hmm. How deep and, you're like, getting. Yeah, yeah, and apparently he, he nicked something when he cut the kid, and he was just, like, gushing. Yeah. But the kid wasn't, like, at, like of age, and his dad was there and all this. And oh, was, like, that's, that's, deal. that's the kid that, that died. Did he die? Yep. I didn't think so. Oh, God. This match, I don't remember that in the uh, documentary. Yeah. This <laughs> this match brought to you by Bounty Paper Towels. Because we're going to need a lot of them. Yeah, it's just a scratch. They're fine. Just a flesh wound. I mean, this is... I like all the, the people in the front row, like, leaning in, trying to get a closer look. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> ECW fans, they wanted to watch somebody die in the ring. I am fully convinced. Like, like if I was coming to this event and I had front row seats, I would have absolutely brought a poncho. Hmm. Like, it's like Gallagher. Whew. And and here's the thing. I'm mean, bringing it close up for those for that random little kid with the purple hat. I like how he just turns his back like I can't. I need an adult. <laughs> I'm far too young for this. Who? That's is a the, lot of ketchup. That is the crimson mask, folks. Oh, uh, that that guy really wanted the blood. They yeah. bleed here. Where's Where's the blood sign guy now? He had, he couldn't make it to this one. <laughs> this was his time. This was his moment. <laughs> I don't want to have to clean the the mat after this. I mean, it's ECW. I can't imagine they did a whole lot. They spent a whole lot of time cleaning a mat. You gotta do something, right? Bleach it or something? I don't know. It was the 90s. I don't know how much they cared about diseases. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Abdullah the Butcher is probably sitting back watching this match like, come on, do something really hardcore. Where are the forks? <laughs> I don't know about the, the glass fist to the junk. That's not a good time. There there are easier and, and and healthier ways to get a vasectomy. Whew. I like the referees just like, 
even he's got to, you know, put the fist in the mouth. Like, I can't. You guys really want me to do this, huh? And they're losing a lot of blood. I a mean, whole ketchup. A lot. <laughs> so, I wonder how they know, like, enough's enough so they don't, like, end up passing out in the ring. So, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a blood story? Sure. Since Blood's we're watching fun. this, so oh, that is a whole. Is that is that more thumbtacks or glass? Thumbtacks. No, it's the thumbtacks classic. So apparently, I watched a lot of hardcore matches. By yeah. the way. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. That's always fun because they like stick in pretty good. Yeah. Or not oh. fun to do, but oh, fun no. to see. Oh, no, he missed it. I'll never forget the like, the picture of Orton with, like, all the thumbtacks in his back. Yeah. That was a good one. So we got a winner. So here's my blood story. Back in the day, I was probably in my early 20s, I used to get a lot of uh, uh, bloody noses. Mm-hmm. And it was a combination of a couple different things. Oh, boy. That is that is a whole lot of strawberry jam. The great taste of schmuckers. Uh, used to get a, get a lot of bloody noses, and it, it would get... Oh, Luna... And it would get uh, it would get pretty bad when like the weather got real dry and everything, right? And it was one of those things that I just kind of attributed to my asthma, sort of like nondescriptly. Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, this is just this is just part of having asthma. Sorry, a little hiccup. And. I would get them every now and then, and sometimes, yeah, they they would be pretty bad. There were there were times where I definitely ruined like a full length towel, right? Mm-hmm. But but they would eventually stop. Well, back when I used to work at a uh, particular fast food restaurant, uh, normally the the way uh, the way your day shaped up is it's like uh, I, I normally worked like a second shift, like four to midnight. Right. Okay. And, and uh, normally the way the day would shape up is it would be like you would show up to work about three uh, thirty or so. Everybody's just kind of chilling out, hanging out, waiting to go inside, right, and start. So that's me, a couple of other people. We're all just kind of hanging outside on the patio, just you know, chilling out before our shift starts. And the pit bulls are are out. And attacking Dreamer and helping Raven and Stevie Richards. And so he's asking them to super bomb Luna. So we're all just hanging out there, right? The Pitbulls don't want to super bomb Luna. They want to super bomb Dreamer. And I don't think Richards is going to have a good time if he's going to throw a tantrum and tell the Pitbulls what they need to do. I think he's going to have a bad time. So we're hanging out, right? And suddenly my nose starts bleeding. Again, not 
a huge deal. But I obviously can't, like, go into work like this, right? Mm-hmm. And it starts bleeding, and it's bleeding for about, like, 40 minutes or so. So I'm just, I'm, like, hanging out there. And then things get really interesting. Did you know that if you're bleeding from your nose badly enough, that it can actually come out of your eye? Oh, nice. Uh, because there's, like, the, the tear duct into the sinus and everything. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, one of my friends who I work with is like, okay, so that's probably not good if it's coming out of your eye or eyes. We should uh, we should maybe get you to the emergency room, maybe just to be safe, because that's, that's not normal. <laughs> okay, sure. So, she's bringing her car around to, to uh, drive me over, because again, I mean, it, I, I can't very well drive in this condition, right? And uh, there was this kid there. Uh, one of the one of the youngins who worked there. Oh no, the Dudleys. The Dudleys are joining up with Raven and Stevie Richards. What is, what a, is even happening at this and point? A, and attacking the pit bulls. Everybody's out. It's a party in the ring. Yeah. Raven's like posing as usual. Yeah. He's like, no, we win. <laughs> we win. And. So she she's driving her car around to to pick me up, and there's this one kid there, one of the one of the youngins, probably like 15 or 16, right? A good kid. Uh, family's a little on the uh, the the religious side, and he has no idea what's happening. He's just showing up to work, and he sees me just like blood, sort of like coming out of my eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and, and rightfully so. I mean, he's like, a little concerned, little, uh, little shook. You know, what's, what's, uh, what's going on? And I just looked at him, and in like the most metal voice I could conjure up, I was just like, I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. And just oh, like, geez. and just like freaked <laughs> him out. And uh, yeah, so my friend uh, took me to the hospital, and that's where. I found out that uh, medical-grade cocaine is a thing. That oh. They, that they, ironically enough, use for nosebleeds. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no. The wall. Oh, the, not the wall. The wall. We needed that for and, things. And not the WCW wrestler. It's just an actual wall. <laughs> Uh, my husband keeps making me watch all the like the Hogan things with the wall. He's like, it's the wall. And he's like pointing, and the wall is up on top of the building. <laughs> and I'm like, this gimmick makes a lot less sense without Berlin. <laughs> it really, it really does. It makes like no sense. It's freaking hilarious, though. There's so many of those like videos, and it just cracks me up. Like every time he finds one, he has to like send it to me. Okay, so the pit bulls. I love how Luna is wearing Stevie Richards like plaid, like flannel, like she skinned him. <laughs> like it's her, it's her victory, like uh, her victory pelt. Where are they at? Um, up they're the up somewhere. Yeah, they're up by the announce area. And see, the pit bulls have turned on Raven and Stevie Richards. 
because he wanted them to super bomb Luna, and they wouldn't do it. But the Dudleys came out for, I mean, the save. Even, I mean, is it really a save if you're doing it for the bad guys? Well, the, the they said the Dudleys are with Raven now. Yeah. Just randomly. Well, I mean, they don't like the pit bulls, so uh, it's one of those. Gotcha, gotcha. So hard to follow sometimes. Wrestling. Like they do whatever makes sense in the moment. Yeah, there we go. The pit bulls and Luna. Woo! Queen of Extreme. And now we have the Sandman. In the most American pants possible. Yeah, I don't even know. Maybe if like, you put like an eagle on the butt, maybe slightly more there American. You go. <laughs> an eagle that's got like a beer in one talon. And then, like, you know how, like, on quarters and stuff, it has, like, the, the thing of arrows and the other? That, but instead of arrows, it's cigarettes. And also, that kid is way too young to be at an ECW show. That kid, like, just behind Sandman? Mm-hmm. That kid's, like, four. No, <laughs> he's, like, probably, like, ten. That's still way too young to be at an ECW <laughs> show. No, it's fine. It's fine. Sometimes you're a good wrestle mom, but not this time. No, that's too young. That's this is not appropriate. Try to sensitize them. <laughs> How else are they gonna learn? <laughs> my my five year old made me turn off X Files because it was too scary. I mean that's fair. X Files is spooky. <laughs> And then I had, she's like, are aliens real? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's like the worst answer. <laughs> I don't know. Here's some, here's some like quasi spoopy UFO alien stuff from the History Channel. Make up, <laughs> make up your own mind. Well, we, we we go through these stages where she asks, you know, like, oh, is this real or that's real? And it's just like. Some of these I don't really know. <laughs> it's like I don't have an actual answer for you. And then she tried to tell me unicorns weren't real. And I'm like, but how do you know? Have you have you ever not seen a unicorn? <laughs> I was like, maybe they went extinct like the dinosaurs. I kind of just find out whatever her, like, whatever she's learning in preschool and teach her the opposite. That... Sounds irresponsible. <laughs> uh, I just don't want to stifle her imagination. 
That that that's my fear. Is there uh her preschool? Well, she's going to gonna be going to like Catholic school anyway, but her preschool teacher is like weirdly religious for it being just like preschool and not mm-hmm. like a religious affiliated preschool. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, she's only five. She can believe in unicorns. It's fine. That's fair. Let her believe in unicorns. <laughs> teach teach the controversy. Like, if she she's meant to believe in God and Santa Claus, why not unicorns and aliens? I mean, those are kind of the same things, no? Who's to say, really? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's fine. So, <laughs> it's just, it's funny that you talked about her, like, having to turn the X-Files off because it's too scary. I remember when I was growing up, I tried to watch, like, Star Trek. Uh-huh. Like, The Next Generation. And there was an episode that crept me out something fierce. And I was just like, nope. Not, yes. uh, not doing this. It was... I, I can't remember... I mean, it was definitely The Next Generation. I don't mm-hmm. know who all was involved or the rest of the story, but Whoopi Goldberg was definitely there. Right. And there was some kind of nonsense involving an imaginary friend. And it oh, just... Oh, yeah. Put me off the whole... The whole thing. I was just like, oh, I guess I'm, ne- I'm not going to be a Star Trek fan. <laughs> but then years later, I discovered Star Trek Enterprise, and it became my favorite thing. I do like me some Star Trek Enterprise. I definitely like Next Gen. I do remember seeing some of it when I was younger, but it was more like, because of like Whoopi Goldberg, and then uh, it's like, it's the guy from Reading Rainbow, you know? <laughs> I was, like, obsessed with that show when I was a kid. I mean... Like, we would, we yeah. would go to the library, like, because that was, like, a big thing for my family. Like, you go to the library, like, every weekend. It was huge. Good place to get movies. We we got books, but yes. <laughs> no, ours actually didn't have movies. You had to go across the street to the, the one that had the movies. Mm. We got stuff there sometimes, but mostly we'd get books, and then we would rent movies at Mike's Video. Okay. Shout out to Mike's Video. The best <laughs> video store ever. You never got late fees. Late fees really? did not exist at Mike's Video. No, you paid nice. by the day. So nice. if you had it... Yeah, it like literally made so much sense. It was just like... And like they'd be like 50 cents a day or whatever. It was a hmm. good time. Because like, I always rented, like, the older movies and stuff anyway. I didn't yeah. really care for, like, what was, like, new. So I would, like, rent a bunch of movies and it'd be, like, you know, a couple bucks. It was awesome. Matches are happening. Matches are happening. We got Cactus Jack... Versus the Sandman. Again. Cactus has a nice barbed wire bracelet. Yeah. I mean, it's a friendship bracelet. 
wonder what, like, what makes somebody want to do a hardcore match or a death match. Do we know any of those wrestlers? Because I'm <laughs> curious. I would like to know, like, what... What makes like like is it just that that having that appearance of being that like yeah. tough, cool, or is it like they're more to it? Like do they actually like enjoy it to some extent to be like bloodied and beaten? I would imagine I, that's part of it. Yeah, I I think that's part of it. Because it's like I know like that's why I always tried to get into like mosh pits. What what did was, that like, sign say? It says beer. Butts and something? I didn't see it. Sorry, you you were saying. Oh, uh, it was okay. I was just saying, like, I used to try to get into mosh pits because, like, people would be like, oh, yeah, I went to a mosh pit and their shirts would be all ripped and they'd be all, like, bruised. <laughs> I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> and every single time, some guy had to rescue me. Mm. Like, are you kidding me <laughs> like no no i want to i want to do the thing like i want to like you know have a reason to like punch somebody or elbow someone if need be like this is fun <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i i get it on that level like i i don't mind getting bruised and and cut up a little bit but i, I don't know to this extreme yeah no well, we got sandman on the outside I like how he came to the ring with two Singapore canes. Well, one's for woman. Yeah, I mean... And there he she shares. Is, yeah, and there <laughs> she is holding one. Throwing a beer at Cactus. Where'd she get a beer? Oh, Salmon. Yeah. Although, how cool does Cactus Jack's cowboy boots look? You're pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> They look, like, they look like actual cowboy boots yeah. and like like the smoking guns, like fakey cowboy boots. Yeah. I like how Sandman's just like lazily swinging the cane with one arm, just like, yeah, gonna fail upwards some more. Yeah, well, he got him. That was a smart move. Get him with the the cane on the arm with that has the barbed wire. Yeah. There's some teeny bit of ring psychology there, right? Sure. <laughs> Sandman, like, jumping out of the ring is very odd. <laughs> it's not something you expect to see. No, that probably took, like, all the energy he had. Like, he's one of those guys where it's like, I feel like I can relate to him because I feel like he's one of those guys where it's just like, what do you mean I have to do stuff? <laughs> like... That doesn't sound like something I want to do. Puts in the the bare minimum. Yeah. I always imagine if there's like like a ECW movie that he'd be played by Dennis Leary. Yeah, I could see that. It's like I I think Dennis Leary would be be a good Sandman. That same kind of, like, lazy asshole attitude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are... Those are heckin' real cowboy boots. It's kind of like the equivalent of a woman wrestling in heels. 
You think it's harder to wrestle in cowboy boots? Oh, I would imagine, because they're, like, slippery on the bottom, and then they have a wee bit of a heel. Like, you can see how his feet are kind of, like, sinking into the mat. Here's the funny thing. I know more what it's like to wear high heels than I do cowboy boots. <laughs> I'm the opposite. <laughs> so I used to wear cowboy boots when we'd go horseback riding. I would, that was a thing I did as a kid. I would wear high heels as a joke. Like so, like sometimes we'd get out of uh, out of work, you know, again, like working like a second shift. And so, you know, you get done and you just kind of want to decompress and hang out. So me and my friends would sometimes go to... You know, go to, like, the Walmart nearby and just kind of mm-hmm. crawl around there. And so, you know, there were times we'd just be doing dumb, you know, young people stuff. And it's like, yeah, hey, watch me wear these high heels. And, you know, and, and at that point, I realized, like, oh, my God, you ladies do so much work for us. This is This is incredibly difficult. Why would you do this? I don't think I've ever worn an... Pair. No, I think I wore a pair of high heels like maybe once, ever. Mm. Yeah, so like it's, it's. I don't difficult. do anything for anybody. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> yeah. If I put on makeup, it's to make me feel pretty. I don't care what you guys think. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> No, I have a a double-jointed ankles, Mm. so high heels is pretty much just, like, I'm going to injure myself. Like, there's just no way around it, because I just, that's just how my ankles are, so I always end up with, like, a twisted ankle or a sprained ankle anytime I try, so I just stop trying. Yeah. (laughs) But But I have worn cowboy boots before. My my wife has a hard time with heels too. I mean, they're just it, it is a lot of work. Yeah, it's like you have to have very sturdy ankles. Yeah. To manage that, and I do not. Even after all my dance training, I had to like work really hard to be able to just like stay on my toes. It's annoying. Yeah. It's like I should be able to just do this, but I had to like like super crazy like core strength back in the day. Mm. Oh, jeez. Sandman nailed his elbow real bad on that chair. Ooh, that's no fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just beat you with my other arm. Although I do <laughs> love, and you pointed it out, I love that Cactus came to the ring with just barbed wire wrapped around his wrist. Yeah, that's all he needs. See, barbed wire bracelet. I think this is what people thought like something like Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar was going to be where there would just be all these crazy, bloody, violent spots and we're disappointed that there weren't. Mm-hmm. And I get that, because, I mean, if I was going to have, like, you know, a match with Dean Ambrose and this is what we were building up to with, like, spots from, you know, Cacti- uh, you know from Mick Foley and Terry Funk and everything, like, yeah, that's what I would want too, right? Yeah. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> the daintiest way to hold barbed wire. She's like so afraid of it. Like it's like almost like she's like holding like a snake or something. Yeah, like, like it's gonna. Oh, like I don't want to get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this that was is perfection. So good. This is delightful. I think I just. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, aside from, from what we're doing now, I think I just cursed Scott Holiday and Ophidian. Because, oh, really? Uh, Oph- Scott Holiday tweeted about four hours ago, about to sit down and watch some wrestling with Ophidian. Give us a match, any match for us to watch. And as the Wrestling Time Machine podcast, I tweeted at them, he is wrapping himself in barbed wire. That oh, is... For barbed wire hugs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tweeted at them, they should watch either the Doomsday Cage match from WCW Uncensored 96... Oh, that is nasty looking. Or the King of the Road match from WCW Uncensored 1995. And Ophidian tweeted back at us, I think you're the one. <laughs> so I think, I think I've just doomed them to, to watch some really bad wrestling. Aww. Fun times. Yeah. So Ophidian, uh, Scott, you know, if you're listening to this because maybe friend of the show Travis or, you know, Razorhawk suggested that you check us out or maybe you're doing this of your own volition and you decided to check us out first of all thank you we love you guys chikar is great also you're welcome and i'm sorry <laughs> and there he co- uh, oh well if you get dennis leary to play sandman who do you get to play cactus jack I say as I realize probably Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who you would get to play him. Although I do really like the cactus designs on his tights. I just I realized know, I feel that's, like that's Nick what those Foley's were. skilled enough he could just play himself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Mick, we want you to do... Yeah, there's the Sandman cosplayer right there in the audience. Uh, yeah, Mick, we want you to do this match again. You know, now that you're in your 50s. But it wouldn't be like like really doing it. It'd be like acting doing it. So it's even more stage-staged fighting. Yeah, <laughs> double stage. Without any actual injuries. I mean, barbed look, wire. <laughs> there's, there's no way that this is... This is not staged, kids. This is, he is about to choke him with barbed wire. Yeah, please don't do that. (laughs) Ew. That's like Mighty Ducks. Yeah. But with barbed wire in a chair. So, so it's really more like, it's, it's probably less like Mighty Ducks and more like, what's the other hockey movie I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the one with Paul Newman. Slapshot? Slapshot. It's more like Slapshot. <laughs> My wife is a big Slapshot fan. She got me to, to watch that. Nice. And I loved it. I've seen it. I've seen it once, but that was like ages ago. We have, we have all the Slapshot movies on DVD, and I mean, the original is just so great. I mean, and you can see the Sandman, like, his whole abdomen is just bloody and gross. And, and I mean, you have to imagine that those kickouts hurt Mick with him being wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah, and there he is just choking 
the Sandman. Even woman's having a hard time watching this. Well, it is a it's a little much, you know. I mean, it's no Taipei Deathmatch. Is she supposed to be, match. like... Is she romantically involved with Sandman? Is that the story? No, the story goes way back. The Sandman was originally her pimp. Oh. If I recall. That's hard to imagine. <laughs> yup. And now the, the Singapore cane... Is all oh, tore ref up. Bump. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Ref. The ref, ref bump. He got he got the uh, barbed wire bump. <laughs> Life's not easy as an ECW referee. It's a big old ref bump. No, oh, Shane Douglas. Extra ref bumps. And and here's the thing, I legit almost didn't even realize it was Shane Douglas because his skin almost matches that golden yellow. I thought it was somebody, like, in a full-body, gold-tight outfit. <laughs> now he's going to talk. Wait, didn't he leave already? He didn't. He made people think he was leaving. He's so tricksy. Swerve. And there's a shot to Cactus. Everybody getting injured. There's a lot of little kids in this audience. That is not appropriate. And I think like, he I under think, the age of thirteen kids. <laughs> I think he hit I think he hit Cactus in the eye with the end of that cane. And it's that's pretty nearby, if not Right in the eye, yeah. yeah. And this is Shane Douglas's final mark on ECW for a little while. This is his going away present, costing Cactus Jack the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Man, you think he would have wanted, like, cake or something. <laughs> I mean, what do you get the man that has everything? Oh, boy, and the lighting got real weird, didn't it? Yep. The whole thing got a little fuzzy. Like pale? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like hard to make out people's faces right now, too, so it might just be the... I don't know if it's like camera work or just the, the footage that they had. So you got you got Mick Foley playing himself, Dennis Leary playing the Sandman. Who do you get to play Shane Douglas? Uh, you. <laughs> okay, you can that's act fair. right. Yeah, I can. I can. I can whip something up. That's fair. And he's he's making Todd. Saying, I'm going to leave. He's going to make Todd get on his knees and beg for him. Beg for him not to leave. Is is Todd Gordon going to do it? Getting down on There's a WWF sucks sign. Is he proposing? <laughs> Oh, 
dropping, yeah. dropping some F-bombs. Again, not appropriate for the nine-year-olds in attendance. That was the 90s. They didn't care as much. Yeah. Oh, and he slugs Todd. Oh, come on. That was a nice jacket. Rip the shirt. That that shirt is tearing like paper. What is yeah, that, that is, made of? <laughs> that has got to be made out of tissue paper. That was a little ridiculous. Does Todd have a tattoo? I didn't see it. He does. I thought I, thought I saw a tattoo on one of his arms. I'm just seeing a lot of hair. Yeah. He does look like he's a hairy guy. Not that there's anything wrong with that, people. Yeah. Just used to seeing shaved wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy of Hack Myers. Well, I mean... Todd's shirt might have ripped, but at least he's wearing a sweater underneath. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah, here comes the the ECW cavalry. Nine one one. He's feeling a little like maybe it's the outfit or something, but he's feeling very diesel clone to me. Yeah. Like more so than like usual. I don't know why. I mean, nine one one's outfits were never like very complicated. Nah, I think maybe it's the vest. Yeah. No, oh, but Bill Alfonso's out here for hugs, wrestle hugs. Just gonna. It's like I'll save you with my hugging. Power of friendship. And now, if you thought the Taipei Deathmatch was extreme, Lottie Dottie, we likes to potty. It's going to be the public enemy versus the gangsters. And this is, this is probably going to get just as violent. Oh, man. say more violent than a clan rally? <laughs> yeah. It's it's set to get pretty violent. Ooh. But I mean, there is something kind of cool about the visual of everybody doing the whole public enemy dance. And what does What does he got? Is is that a mailbox? That is a mailbox. And that has some profanity on it. And it says eat poop. But in sure. different words. <laughs> yeah, and not so many words. Yeah, Public Enemy's even given us a content warning. Like, just in case you didn't realize ECW was bloody and violent. <laughs> yeah, in case you sat through everything else and were just like, you know... Uh, not sure of what you signed up for. Johnny Grunge being considerate. Uh, 
And and Flyboy Rocco Rocks got a frying pan. We got New Jack and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Saeed. I think he goes by either. Yeah, they're wearing Steelers jackets, I think, is what those are. Or Raiders jackets, I, I don't know. I don't know sports. Yeah, I'm not good at that either. <laughs> it's the team that's got, like, the weird one-eyed pirate. The Raiders? The Raiders. I know sports. Okay, so I guess at one point he was Sheikh Mustafa Ali, but he usually goes by Mustafa Saeed. And okay. Mustafa Ali is the name of one of the guys in 205 Live. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of Mustafa names. Yeah, his real name's Terrence. <laughs> it's like okay. Terrence Lad. Okay. But yeah, usually he has Mustafa somewhere in his ring name. Oh, that's a that's a crutch. That's probably nope. That's not what that's supposed to be used for. Again, ECW fans were absolutely out for somebody to die in the ring. There's a young Prince Puma in the crowd. Now we're on the bleachers. Yeah, like some of these guys are just standing around awkwardly, like they're not really sure what what to do. They're like, I've never been to a show where guys are fighting right next to me. Yeah. And now we're up by the announce area. Flyboy Rocco Rock's looking a little dizzy, but we get the big boot. Oh, that floor is so gross. Yeah. Y'all need to sweep. I don't even want to know what all that is. It's a mess. Food. Foodstuffs. That actually bothered me more than the... Uh, yeah, more than anything else. He's got he's got an umbrella. Like Everybody's like bleeding to death, and I'm just like, oh, the floor is disgusting. Johnny Penguin. That's too much. Oh. That's... That looked unpleasant. You're right. That floor looks... That is a real good way to get an infection. That floor. <laughs> and there's Flyboy Rocco Rock with a rolling senton onto Mustafa on the table. And Johnny Grunge with the frying pan? That's what they said, but I don't think it was. You don't think that was a frying pan? It didn't have a handle. I mean, just the pan part? That's not yeah. a very good pan, but, I mean... Unless it, like, broke or something. But it looked like it had, like, like different type of handle. There's some, like, tiny little kid up there. Which, I'm sure that's safe. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely not gonna fall. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, this looks bad. Suplex. He's gonna go back on the table. Oh, that table did not break. <laughs> it did not. It just warped. And there it goes. Oh. Unforgiving tables are the worst. Yeah, just ask Hardcore Holly. And New Jack is like 
split open. There is a we want a lynching sign, and that is yeah. wildly inappropriate. Yeah. Shame on whoever did that. That is disgusting. I, I think that was the, the same guy that had the sign about the, the Klan rally, too. Mm. There's there's a right way and a wrong way to be a fan. They they are just way up there. And they moved the little kid, or he fell. I'm not sure. That's that's probably a good idea. Somebody was like, "Look, we we don't have insurance for the wrestlers, much less your nine year old. So maybe get him down." Uh oh. Uh oh. Not the fan. That was oh. the only thing keeping the building cool. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, at least it had the guard on. Raven put it back after drilling Tommy Dreamer into it. <laughs> I mean, he would have had to. Paul E was probably like, "That's our only fan guard. We need that." I'm highly distracted by the TV in the background. That's, like, not, like, it's, like, snowy. You I didn't see even, it? I didn't even notice it until you said something. And now it's I like I can't it. stop yeah. looking at it. <laughs> like a security camera or something? Yeah, I don't even know what that would be. That's not where the action is. Uh, we're maybe watching... it is, though, and, like, like going to get, like, sucked into it. We're, we're watching Johnny Grunge about to kill a man. Eh. <laughs> But That's, snowy TV. <laughs> that was almost a whole leg drop. At least the tail broke. Yeah. Lottie Dottie, we likes to potty. They go to the potty? No, like, potty like P-A-H-T-Y. Like, party, but we're saying it with an accent. Oh, so not like... Bathroom like, times. That looks like Arn Anderson in the audience. Yeah, I saw him earlier, too. Okay, so I wasn't... I'm not crazy. <laughs> I was like, what is this like, Arn Anderson-looking guy doing here? He's scouting. That's canon now, that Arn Anderson was at this show, and this is how the public enemy got hired by WCW. He's there to pick up uh, Shane Douglas. Yeah. And he's like, oh, these guys seem all right. Yeah. There is so much blood on that table. Indeed. It it looks like an abstract art piece. Maybe they'll like take it and like hang it up somewhere in the back. Yeah. That's what I would do, but I'm weird. Like it looks like like evidence in a murder trial. Now see that was a frying pan. Yeah, that's I thought that was like a scimitar for a minute. <laughs> What's he got now? That, uh, that, what is that? That's a walking stick. I think that's from the same guy who brought the crutches. Is it? Like he just raided a CVS. No, oh, he said it's a small baseball bat. Oh, okay. Like one you would get, I guess, I get like 
game. Is that an right. inflatable one? Looks like a wiffle ball bat. Okay. I was going to say, that's not a very good weapon, Johnny Grunge, if it's inflatable. Got a keyboard? Yeah, I would have used the keyboard. That would have made a cool sound. Oh, he's got it. He knows. Yeah. This is now that would be that would be a fun tag team. The IT team. Mm. They, they have like computer desks that they put you through. And they use like keyboards as weapons and they strangle you with uh, computer mice. That could work. It could. Yeah. They come out to the Revenge of the Nerds song from the movie The Revenge of the Nerds. Hey, why are you saying IT guys are nerds, huh? I mean, IT guys are nerds. Yeah, I know. I married one. <laughs> I mean, I think if I had to guess, we're probably both pretty big fans of the IT crowd, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that technically, like, that was basically what my, my husband's job was before his current one. Yeah. And it was it was pretty spot on, because he started off, like, in, like, a normal building, and then they got moved to a basement with a server room mm-hmm. that was, like, attached to it. So that was literally his his exact job. Yeah. And, like, it would just, like, you know, like, they had all the computer stuff piled in there, and then uh, he said there was, there was actually, they didn't have the the window, though that mm. they had an IT crowd. And he's like, I'm pretty sure that's like a violation of some sort. <laughs> but but like, yeah, they they literally moved the IT guys to the basement because they didn't want them to be seen from like big wigs walking through. I just I just imagine your husband watching the IT crowd, seeing them getting a window and being like, that's not accurate. <laughs> Is that a croquet mallet? What's funny is watching the IT crowd is what inspired my husband to, to go into the IT field. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm not really sure how, but that's how it happened. Yeah. And now he's still technically IT, but he's doing some a very different job. It's just, but that's how he started. <laughs> it's just funny, with, with customer service at my job, sometimes we have to handle, like, uh, calls that deal with the company's website. You know, mm-hmm. from customers, and uh, that's that's what some of those calls feel like sometimes. And a moonsault from Flyboy Rocco Rock onto a very bloodied and not yet dead New Jack onto like two thirds of a table. Yeah, we're they're good. Everyone's still alive-ish. Yeah, yeah, that is a croquet mallet they are using. Leith, have you ever played croquet? Nope. Nope. Maybe. No. Maybe. Maybe. No. I don't know. <laughs> I think I I was around. Like I remember seeing croquet set up at like probably my aunt and uncle's house because they're all fancy pants. Okay. I kind of remember hitting like the the balls around, but I didn't know how to actually play it. Hmm. But, like, I would have been really little, like, probably, like, my daughter's age. Mm. And Rocco Rock gets the win with the croquet mallet. 
Hooray! Hooray! I guess. Yeah. That guy really wanted to get bled on, and I'm I'm sad nobody bled on him. Um, I think they are taking his sign to bleed on it. Oh nope, gangsters are going to hardcore hell. Well, maybe he was trying to create like maybe he wanted their blood so he could create like an ECW Jurassic Park full of like wrestler clones. It's possible. Yeah, yeah, just like the Public Enemy in Amber. Or maybe he's just trying to, like, collect it to wear as, like, a necklace. Yeah. Like Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I've actually known more, like, a, a few people that have done this. It's yep. very strange. You know, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton probably wouldn't be a terrible choice for the Sandman, like, ten years ago. Gotcha. He, he probably would have played a pretty good Sandman. Yeah, I don't know any, like, younger actors, like, actors that are actually the ages of the people in ECW Yeah. right now. I'm not good at that. I mean, honestly, you're lucky if I remember your name, so. <laughs> That's fair. I'm pretty forgettable. <laughs> I'm just bad at names. <laughs> so if you're listening at home... And I, I call you by name every so often, then then we're all right. <laughs> yeah. And and the public enemy wins over the gangsters and celebrate with the Philadelphia crowd. Woo! Woo! Swaying and stuff. The Mac Daddies of Violence. Somebody got the broken umbrella. I am fairly desensitized. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, you don't say. Like, I keep trying to get all like, oh, it's blood, I'm creeped out, and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> the blood doesn't necessarily bother me, but when I'm watching somebody, like, literally take a shard of glass and cut open another guy, that's a little hard to watch. You know, I, I blame my mom. It was all those videos we had to watch of, like, surgeries and people getting operated on while we were, like, eating. That it just, no. I couldn't doesn't do doesn't phase me. Now we got fans and, in the ring. Oh man, that guy is having a good time. This guy, they're so into this. It's amazing. We got God, some... none of these guys have any rhythm though. It's driving no. me nuts. <laughs> I mean, they're all white guys. Oh, it's terrible. There's even like two guys in there who look like the public enemy cosplayers. And I think this is where we we're we're gonna get a ring collapse. Oh, there's like one girl in there. Yeah. Oh, now two. Yeah, this is. How many people can fit in this ring? Oh, look, it's like fake Stevie Richards. Yeah, wow, that guy <laughs> looks exactly like Stevie Richards. Everybody's... I thought it was him at first when he like first came up. I was like, oh, it's Stevie Richards, and he like turned around I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, this that. 
ring does not look like it's designed to hold all that. No. Yeah, everybody, yeah, that guy is, like, Stevie Richards. Then he's doing the belt, the belt grab. Like, don't pay attention to these guys. Pay attention to me. This is... What? What is he even doing now, that, man? Now, is he doing, like, sword strikes? I say, look at this guy. This guy's Raven. Because <laughs> I'm Stevie Richards. No, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty full ring, everybody. Well, I guess we didn't get the ring collapse. No. So that is ECW Hardcore Heaven 1995. Leith, what did we think of that? It had some blood, a little bit. A little bit of blood? Yeah. A little bit of blood. Like I said, I'm much more desensitized than I realized. <laughs> it's not, there's not much that bothers me anymore. I can't believe we're going to get through this podcast, and you're probably going to be the one who's going to be like, what blood? <laughs> like, how do you have a hard time watching this? What's wrong with you? Like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm probably, I cannot believe I'm going to be the squeamish one. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to be like, man. Yeah. I've, like, I've watched a lot of, like, hardcore matches. I've watched people being operated on during dinner time, you know? <laughs> like, this is, this is my life. I, I see people get cut open and bleed a lot. That sounds awful. <laughs> it just, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be something. I mean, we got... Is Doink coming back? Because that'll bother me. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I'm still not... I don't like clowns, and I don't like uh, ice cream trucks. Hardcore yeah. matches? I can handle it. Ice cream... Like, you hear, the, like, if I hear the ice cream truck music, I'll, like, freak out and, like, have, like, a, like, panic attack. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, we we do want to thank you if you're listening to this, and thank you for supporting the show. And everybody, guess what? Uh, you can follow us online. Leith, where can people follow you on, on the internets? At Pariah underscore Lane on Twitter. Um, I also have a Instagram that's Leith underscore Gray, just like my name. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Space King Bobby, and you can also follow the show The Wrestling Time Machine on Twitter at The Wrestling Time Machine Podcast. Uh, the actual uh, Twitter handle is at W-R-E-S-T-L-T-I-M-M-A-C-H. And then you can also email the show, everybody. If you email the show, you can email the show at Machine at gmail.com. You can email us or you can DM us on Twitter. And just like you heard at the start of the show, if you get in contact with us about, you know, what we're doing or about the show, we will read it live on the air so you can be a part of the action and be a part of the show. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, 
and you like what you hear, or even if you're listening to us on Podbean, please leave us a review. That's a really great free way to support the show. That helps us get more visible, more people see us, and that also means the more people see us, the, the likelier it is that we get to have cool guests on, like the wonderful wrestlers at Chikara and other other fine folks. So check out the Wrestling Time Machine, and again, please leave us a review, because that helps us more than you know. So I think with that, I think we can call it a night. And if you're listening to this, be on the lookout for our July of 1995 episode. We will have special guest Razor Hawk from Chikara Professional Wrestling. And we will also have more premium content for July of 1995. We've got WCW Bash at the Beach coming up. And we've got the second WWF in your house. So be on the lookout for all that. And thanks, everybody. See ya. Bye.